Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is a production of Roundpeg where we believe that marketing strategy should be delivered in plain English. This is the Rain Ball. This is Jared Dewitt. And this week, we're going to talk about companies that don't need websites. I mean, can you imagine that there are business, businesses out there who have been you know, doing their thing for 30 years, like 50 years, and who still just don't have a website to talk about their products or services? It blows my mind. I know that it blows your mind because you grew up in the age of the internet. Um, but amazingly, companies were profitable and successful long before the internet. And that's the problem now though, right? <laughs> because they say, well, we've been profitable for X number of years. We still make money. We still get people calling in and coming in. Why do we need a website? So that's a really valid question. And maybe for some businesses, I, I know this is going to hurt your little heart, but for some businesses, maybe you don't. Um, if you're a small town heating and air conditioning company, if your entire business comes from people that know you and refer you, you're the only guy in town, you got a great big building and trucks with signs on them, do you really need a website? And this is a thing that I think we're seeing more and more with these HVAC companies in particular, that's a great example, is they have been around for so long, right? And, and so much of their business does come from referrals. They just see their website instead of an extension of their brand. They see it as, oh, maybe another marketing expense. And so for small companies, I guess what I would say is if you've got a huge referral base for any kind of service company, if you've got this huge customer list that you are constantly re, you know, reworking and, and going back to with annual contracts, you might focus more on just great email programs, and maybe you don't need a website. But if you're going to do a website, then I think you need to do it right. I think you need to make it a more interactive place. So website is really a place where these companies can go and step up their game. Right? It's really that next level of marketing. It really is just another marketing expense. But if you take the time and put the effort in to make it a place where your referrals want to go to learn more about you or get, you know, kind of interactive online deals, then there you go. Well, and I think where for companies like this that feel that the website is just marketing expense, I would challenge them to think about using their website to reduce their operating costs. It's less about building brand. Everybody in town knows them. It's less about engagement because, quite honestly, they're selling products and services that nobody cares. Not nobody cares about. You care about it when it doesn't work. Right. I don't really want to have a warm, fuzzy relationship on an ongoing basis with my plumber. Right. You know. But if, as a business owner, I can reduce my operating expenses, now the website becomes a vi There is a good reason to do that. For example... Annual service contract renewals. If I can send an email and send an email to a thousand people and they can renew their service contract online instead of calling a thousand people and having them renew online, there's huge savings. And the same thing applies for any new customers that you're bringing in, too. I think 
I mean, these these companies can really use you know a new website or redesigned website as maybe just a landing page, right, to grab information from these potential customers, from people who know about them, right, but have never been on, like you said before, some sort of calling list, but might you know might be okay with being on an email list to learn about what sort of new new hot deals are out there. You're gonna only get those people, you know, from gathering their information on your website. And again. It's, it's not that this is going to replace your office staff, but if you can use this as a way of reducing the time that your staff has to deal with repetitive tasks. So for those new customers, having a system set up so I'm on your website and I can, and I say schedule a service call, it's not really scheduling it because you don't want people telling you uh, that you want, they want you at your house at 10 o'clock on Tuesday when you've already got commitments. But what you can do, because this is the way people live now, I don't think about calling my plumber at 3 in the afternoon. Mm-hmm. I call him at 6 o'clock at night. He's already closed. But if I can send an email and say, or fill out a form on a website that says, this is what's going on, and I can be home Tuesday or Wednesday from 9 to 10 or from 1 to 3. Now the next morning when you come into the office and you go to capture and review that, you can schedule that person, shoot them an email back on your time frame. You've never talked to them, but you have all the information you need. So really they've reduced all of that lag time, right? And reduced essentially overhead and and man hours. Yeah, I mean... There's a lot of, in any kind of service business, there's a lot of chasing. Hi, this is Mary Smith, and I want my furnace fixed. Call me back. Hi, Mary, sorry I missed you. This is Joe's Heating and Air. We'd love to come out. We can come out Tuesday or Wednesday. Hi, this is Mary. I'm not available Tuesday or Wednesday, but I can certainly do that. All of that can go away with, or a lot of that can go away. The other thing you can use your website for is giving customers that follow-up information. So I'm on the phone with you. You ask me a question. If I can direct you to a page on my website, um, now I can just move you, send you that info. You're going to read it if you have questions, and you can come back. And that adds a little bit of bonus too, right? Because if that information is existing out there on the web, there are always people searching for who's going to repair my air conditioner, right? And you might just show up and you might get someone to either call in or email. And and those were eyeballs and that's revenue that you did not have access to before. Absolutely. And the other reason, and um, this is something that I run into, not just in home services companies, but in a, um, a lot of different industries. Restaurants, for example. We've been here for 30 years. We've got loyal customers. We don't need a website. Well, that's just great. But if I walk into your restaurant and the average person in the room is 10 years older than I am, you're in trouble. Because 10 years from now, your customers are all going to be dead or in a nursing home. Yeah, it's kind of morbid, but it's the truth, right? I mean, if those were the people who, you know, you claim to be around for 30 years, and those people have been with you for 30 years, and, you know, and that demographic might not care so much about the Internet. Once they're gone, you know, who's going to come eat at your restaurant? And if you want to continue to be successful and build that ongoing concern, you got to be online. Same thing we run into with a lot of engineers, 
and engineered products where I get pushback going, you know, all the factory managers know us. All the production people use our product. They already know and love us. They do, but they're retiring and their successors may not. And that next generation of engineers coming up that are specifying products, when they want something, where do they go? They go to Google in a heartbeat. They're, they're trained. That, that's how, in my generation in particular, that's how we get our information, right? And for my generation, you know, like you said, there are always new engineers entering the market, new people looking to buy those kind of products, you know, and new people looking for uh, new restaurants to go to, new people looking for reviews for restaurants, for menus for restaurants. And, you know, if you're a restaurant in particular, uh, review sites can get you so far. But if they have no way to link back to you as a brand, and again, you're really just trusting word of mouth, then you're not online at all, right? You are not visible to a whole different group of people. You know, uh, I love to go to restaurant review sites. I use Yelp and TripAdvisor when we travel. But if I want to see the entire menu, if I want to see what the restaurant looks like, I want to click through to their web page. And as a restaurant, if you're not promoting your menu, if you're not showing new menu items, if you're not giving me a reason to come. I mean, restaurant business is incredibly competitive. Mm -hmm. And hot restaurants come and go all the time. Uh, there's a new restaurant that just opened up, and I have to tell you, their website isn't up yet. And I, a friend of mine said, oh, we should try it. And I'm like, well, let's see what it looks like in a week or two when their website is up and I can see the menu. Mm -hmm. um, they missed a huge opportunity to have people come and try them early. I would almost argue that you want to have your web page done before you open your doors. Oh, absolutely. And isn't it interesting that the expedience of the internet kind of, uh, we, we almost require that of brands now? I mean, if you're a new restaurant, right, you could put your ad in a hundred different magazines, whatever, right, that come out maybe once a month. So there's all that lag time from, from when you've opened your doors to when someone maybe sees your ad in the newspaper or a magazine. Whereas if you've created a website before launch, then you launch, then you send out emails, you get on social media, you do all these things, all these things that uh, go back to your website so people can actually figure out who you are and learn about you. You know, boom, you're right in people's faces right away. You don't have to wait. And I would even say, um, and particularly this one restaurant that we're, uh, we're going to is owned by someone who owns another restaurant here in town. And so this is an extension. Well, he already has a following. Mm -hmm. He should be promoting his new restaurant on the website of his old restaurant, on his fan pages, on Facebook and Twitter, and building that buzz so people are lining up before the doors open. But none of that's going to work if he doesn't have a website to lead them to. I mean, it, it really is. It's that cornerstone. It's that crux uh, of your strategy. And, and you might think that you don't need one. And, you know, in some ways, maybe you don't. But, I mean, the, the benefits, the latent benefits are, are astounding. I, again, I think there are businesses, you can have a perfectly lovely restaurant that does not have a website. Um, serving a very unique clientele. You will do just fine. You will make a lot of money. But your growth will be capped. 
you can have a successful heating and air conditioning company built on word of mouth and great referrals and and a great existing customer base, some good long-term clients. You may never need a website, but you will never know kind of the what's possible on the back end. And that, that saddens me. That will always sadden me when, <laughs> when business owners make that choice. Um, the other thing that saddens me, and I think it's almost worse than not having a website, is having a website that was designed in 2007. Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. And, and those websites are always hard to navigate. Uh, the content hasn't, usually hasn't been updated in years. Uh, and, and you almost do more harm to your brand and your reputation than just than not having a website at all. You know, you, you probably don't think about it, but especially if you're in a technology business and you're trying to convince people that you're embracing modern technology, that you're well-trained, that you're on the cutting edge in whatever field you're in, and your website hasn't been updated in seven years, you don't have a lot of credibility. Um, if you're trying to convince me that you pay attention to detail and my dining experience is going to be perfect and your website looks like dirty napkins and a wrinkled tablecloth, again, it's going to diminish how I view you. Yeah, it, it's all part of your image. And again, if, if, if you really find that to be an important part of who you are, right, and you really uh, are very concerned with your reputation... You better have a darn good website. Absolutely. So as we're wrapping up today, and I, of course, we certainly love to to do websites, uh, and we'd certainly love to talk to you about your website if it needs a little love. But if you're not sure, if you're not sure how good your website is, how out of date it is, or if you even need one, Give us a call. We'd love to do an audit on your website and give you some feedback. And we'll be running a seminar at the end of the month on WordPress and determining if it's right for you. You can find the details at roundpeg.biz slash seminars. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening. 